Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. All right, all right, all right. So, um, hour and a half last night. Oh, not, that's not bad. Not, not terribly bad. Yeah. But some weird maneuvering going on. Uh-oh. Because there's some uh, unresolved issues when it comes to the Ward 2 race. Yeah. Um, there's also a last-minute insurance deal Uh-oh. for the utility mm-hmm. uh, that expires pretty quick. Um, so they they had to de- take they had to take votes to have a couple of different special city council meetings. Uh, so we'll get to that coming up, and actually we'll start with that insurance conversation. Uh, Doug Brown, the um, current uh, director of CWLP. I don't know if that's his official title, uh, but ultimately uh, he had to get up and, and talk about uh, this insurance issue. I mean, listen, you got a home, you have to have home insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is kind of like home insurance, but for city water, light and power uh, Springfield's public utility. So here's Doug Brown um, starting off the meeting last night, uh, talking a bit about what exactly they're looking for. Currently, we're, we're in the process of trying to renew our insurance for the utility. He said the insurance companies have changed their the way of doing business, and they'll only cover like up to 80%, and then you have to find other instruments to cover the rest. And he says right now uh, they're looking at uh, various deals to be put into place for a new insurance policy. Uh, we're at 95.8% coverage, which means the basically the utility uh, would have to be self-insured for the remaining 4.2%. So they're still kind of searching for that remaining uh, four point something percent. Hmm. So they're looking for more. Um, so we're looking at maybe the next few days that we might get the remaining coverage, the remaining four percent essentially, to enact full coverage then for the utility at that point. So uh, you would think uh, they're planning way ahead, right? I mean, they're, they're looking. Oh well, yeah. When's this policy? In? When's the current policy? In? It's got to be years, right? I mean, hopefully, they're looking way ahead. Yeah. At least six months, right? I mean, give well, the well, yeah. give the alderman six months heads up, saying, "Hey, we're, we're working on this deal. It's yeah. going to be you know two point some odd million dollars, and we got to get all this insurance stuff figured out." So surely, there's a bit of a buffer here, right? Well, one would think. Surely. Oh, and cover. By the way, I love it. he's like oh oh and. Uh, Oh, and coverage under the existing policy ends Saturday night. Oh, for God's so, sakes. So, you know, we've been moving expeditiously as much as we can to try I, to bring this to the council. Have you really um, been moving expeditiously, but, uh, Doug? With the changes with the, the insurance industry, there really hasn't been any other choice for us um, to speed this process up anymore. It Goodbye. ends Saturday. You're telling them now. Have you really moved that expeditiously? Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Wow, what was a what was a alderman's reaction to that? Here's McMiniman. First reading, or is this on emergency passage? What kind of passage do we have? Obviously, this a bit confused as to what's uh, going. We'll on. We'll have to set a special council meeting. Huh? If you want to go over that again, the, it, this it is ends Saturday. One, uh, alderman to be added tonight for first reading. For first reading, yes. So and, then, okay, I understand it's on first reading. So then the question becomes: If our current coverage ends Saturday, what coverage do we have beginning? Sunday morning. Uh, unless unless we passage. can get action taken, be none. So are you asking for action taken on this 
ordinance? We'd have, we'd either have to set a special council meeting or it'd have to be an emergency determination, but we'd prefer a special council meeting set either uh, Thursday or Friday this week. Which, by the way, um, it's not in my contract to do special city council <laughs> roundups. So just so people know, we're not going to do a roundup when, for this short meeting. Uh, in all seriousness, when did they know it was That's ending a great question, Saturday? Man. When um, did you here's, know? Here's more McMiniman. Just remind the management of City Water, Light, and Power that this very important matter was not brought to our attention in any form till tonight. And I think that reflects a problem in communication and the role of this council. And I just remind all the directors that when there's something important to be talked about, let's get it to this council in a timely manner so we don't have to do last minute, you know, under the wire type approvals. Excuse me, Mayor, what are we voting on? It's, it's, it's not magic it's just it's science let me just say that i am extremely disappointed oh boy so they're just now hearing about this the first time the aldermen are hearing about this uh here's doug brown it was about 1.3 something million um and in the prior uh term it, w it was up another it was about 1.8 million so it, this last contract basically went dropped about 1.3 something uh million um so it decreased and now it's going back up oh yeah I mean, it's, it's seriously, when did they know that this was expiring? Yeah. Um, we're actually going to revisit this later. They did a brief presentation at the beginning of the meeting, and then they went into other business, and then they came back to vote on a special city council meeting. But here's uh, here, here's what to expect next. Oh, woman just why, said so. Why can't we just put it on emergency passage tonight if, that's, if it's that pressing of an issue? Yeah, Saturday. The, Laps is Saturday. Because of the way the um, Freedom of Information Act and Open Meetings Act works, um, that was not on the agenda. So we really do not have a practice of adding an ordinance and doing emergency passage at the same meeting. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They they had they bought so they they have an insurance policy that yeah. they all right. Lapses Saturday. And obviously, what, did someone come in and magically change the date in the contract and t sometime in the last couple of years? They should have. I mean, they, they should have had this, like, on a calendar. Yes. Circled big red. And, and then like, also and like put, like, six, a six-month And six months prior ago, to that. gone to them and said, hey, listen, in six months, right. this is ending. And I'm sure that they've had these conversations internally and all of this, but it's, it's something that, you know, it almost looks like a ball was dropped somewhere. And then they're all of a sudden, last minute, having to have a special city council meeting before Saturday. What happens if it doesn't pass? Yeah. What happens if you can't get enough people at a special city council meeting to have a quorum to be able to even vote on anything, to take official business on anything? How did I, I just this? This seems like a, a major screw up on somebody's part. Again, we'll revisit that a little bit later on and hear more from some aldermen uh, about this whole ordeal. But they jump back into a bunch of other stuff, um, including we'll get to a conversation about another special council meeting they're going to have to set to All deal right. with the Ward 2 race. Uh -huh. So, again, interesting maneuvers happening at the city council last night. Um, so stay tuned. It's coming up here with the council roundup. All right. Uh, Culver's has cheese curds and... Onion rings, Culver's West on Wabash. Springfield's 10-minute weather guarantee. You've got a chance. I like to rule all the out of order. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a classic clip. Yeah. You can hear uh, 
former alderman Sam Canman's laugh there. I like the rule alderman Edward Edwards order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the memories. Uh, would, oh, could you imagine alderman Edwards being back? Oh boy, uh, uh, yo, yo, could have been mayor. You think about it. It yeah. could have been Mayor Edwards again. Imagine him being there when they oh. asked for millions of dollars for Saturday. Oh my God. <laughs> by, by Saturday, yeah. Oh my God. We need $2.1 million by Saturday or the utility gets it. Mm. Woo! All right, um, moving on to some other quick hits here. Uh, we got Alderman McMiniman. Uh, if you remember last week, or actually, we didn't have one last week, but the week before. Uh, there's a question about how much it costs for sewer and cave-ins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Alderman McMiniman trying to get to the bottom Contracts of that. Contracts, Nate, were you able to come up with how our trend is going on the the amount of money we're spending for cave-ins with water breaks? For sewer cave-ins? So Nate Bottom gets up there, um, spits out a bunch of six-digit numbers, 200,000, 600,000, 150,000, this, that, and the other, um, and for different categories of of uh, construction projects. So if I got these numbers right, uh, last year we spent in fiscal 19, we spent less than a million. Is, did I capture the numbers right? That's correct. We had a lot. We didn't have as many breaks. We didn't have as rough of a winter. Um, so we, we're only going to spend whatever whatever breaks. However, we had some uh, higher years in FY, um, FY 17 and FY17 looks like there's 250 plus 573 plus uh, 600,000, and we want to make sure we have the proper budget authority in order to complete them. Um, so, okay, we won't necessarily go up to that amount, but we just want to make sure we have the authority if we do get up to that amount. So they're just looking for you know a certain amount uh, just to cover the costs of what could possibly happen. So just so taxpayers know, it costs millions of dollars potentially to deal with. Um, old infrastructure from caving in uh, so it's <laughs> something to something to consider on uh you know when you pay your taxes and making sure that we get updated infrastructure mm. uh alderwoman simpson uh had a question for public works director uh i guess interim director nate bottom and i don't know if, if an ordinance has changed uh with regard to above ground swimming pools and they need to be fenced in is that correct my understanding is that, that that pools are supposed to be fenced in. Okay. Um, as I'm driving around, say it's warm, and, and people are putting up those above-ground portable pools, is there any way we can do a public service announcement? Because I know people probably are not aware that they need to be fenced in. To get just get the information out to people before we start citing them. Yeah, right. We hear this all the time. Uh, we need to step up enforcement. We need to just go out and start handing out citations for overgrown it grass. It's nice for someone to actually say, hey, we should at least let people know what the law is before we start enforcing <laughs> it. Right. But ah, when it comes to a, a pool, yeah. people should have some common sense. Above ground pool. Even the then, you know, some somebody could still climb that. And, yeah, but it, there is a difference between an above ground and, a, and, a, and, a, and an in ground. In ground. No, absolutely. Uh, so Simpson's just wanting some clarification there. Here's Alderman McMiniman with another unrelated issue. We had a, another incident involving um, violence and an arrest um, within a half block of our library. And uh, the request is, could you uh, do a report, put together the number of calls for service uh, within a one block vicinity of our library 
uh, in the past five months. So get a report on how much violence there's been out mm-hmm. around the library because uh, there has been a couple of recent stories of um, what there was some guy who was stabbed over there. Oh, my goodness. Some, homeless else, population. And, someone else tried to steal a book. Oh, boy. No fun. All right. Uh, coming back, we'll get into the debate about another special city council meeting being called for to deal with the yet-to-be-determined Ward 2 race. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> has has, has uh, uh, Sean filed uh, anything against it? Because that was the rumor. From my understanding, there. everything's been filed. Wow. Everything's been filed that needs to be filed. It's just a matter of holding the hearing and answering and asking tough questions. There are some questions about you. When you and I went over that, there were some interesting questions. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. All right, it's coming up next on uh, the Real Out of Morning Show, the Council Roundup. Let's uh, get the news. Here's Greg Bishop from the WBY News Center. Good news you can depend on. Ray Lytle. This is Alderman Gail Simpson, and you're listening to the Council Roundup. I belong to the church of Gail Simpson, and I've got people on the street with buckets. Word to Alderwoman Gail Simpson. Hey, you've got uh, cheese curds and uh, onion rings available at Culver's West on Wabash. Let's get back to the council roundup, Greg. All right, so uh, we heard about a uh, special city council meeting to deal with CWLP's insurance problems. They have a plan that elapses on Saturday, and they have yet to advance an ordinance for a new one. Um, so they have yet to, to actually pull the trigger on that date, but they have another special city council meeting that they're going to have to uh, organize here. Another? And that deals with um, trying to finalize the outcome of the Ward 2 race. Oh, boy. They were going to try to do it last night. I'm glad they didn't because it probably would have made the meeting like four hours long. But here's uh, Mayor Langfelder. It seemed that uh, everybody was available possibly on next Tuesday before the committee as a whole. We tried to do it this week, but uh, the different parties weren't in gr- available at the same time frame. Now, Corporation Council, Jim Zirkel, lays out there um, where we're at and where we're going. So all three part are the, the hearing officer and both attorneys will present their various points. Then the city council has the opportunity to ask questions of each party, ask questions of the court, uh, the judge, and in turn, uh, if the council determines after that that additional deliberation is, is needed, then it would be okay to set another meeting. Uh, or if the council felt that the question, <coughs> excuse me, that the questions that were asked were adequately answered, then the action could be taken then. So could be one or two additional meetings here. Now, now, Gail Simpson won't be part of those hearings. Right? I'm pretty sure she'll have to excuse herself yeah. uh, from from taking part in it. I mean, she'll take part in it. Although it would be interesting. Her attorneys if, will be there to take it, part it, it in it. It would be interesting if she was, <laughs> you know. And I don't know. Um, I mean, typically, in a courtroom setting, it's an adversarial type thing where you've got somebody who's facing allegations and somebody who's making the allegations and uh there's there's a conflict i don't know how um adversarial this is gonna be where if they're gonna have like opening statements no, it, cross it, examinations it's, it's, and stuff more, like that. it's more a question of the process yeah. than anything else so here's uh uh alderwoman turner drug out for a very long time and it is it has created a lot of discord throughout the springfield community and um i think that it's appropriate and in the best interest of the city 
and all parties involved if we wrap this up as quickly as as possible. <laughs> now you got to get it right. I don't care how long it takes. You got to get it right. Here's Alderman McMiniman. 4.30 or 5.30 is fine, but I think there could be significant discussion yeah. regarding oh uh, the findings of the uh, hearing officer. I think uh, evidentiary questions may arise. You think? Here's McMiniman. For example, a ballot with initials of a judge is acceptable or not, where the judge's initials are roughly an inch where they normally would be placed. More from Ward 7 Alderman. That this, this could get, we'd all like to see it end, but you know, we're, it's one third of a, one, a fractional vote separating the, the two candidates. We gotta be fair to everybody. Yeah, so like what was it? Um Point three or something like that. Well, and just you and I, when when we were reading over how they determined this stuff, there were some questions that yeah. came up. More from uh, Alderman McMiniman. Um, whatever the city council decides can be appealed to the circuit court. Is that correct? Oh, boy. There is a um, uh, a mechanism that would allow a uh, decision to be um, presented to court for further action. Ah. So this is not going to end. Even, if, even if they vote on it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just not going to end. Um, here's the mayor. A special city council meeting on the 16th, and if necessary, have one on July 18th, both at 5 o'clock. Boom. Ugh. All right. A lot of special <laughs> meetings. Yeah, a lot of special meetings. Uh, so, again, some weird maneuvers going on to try to uh, tie up some loose ends uh, at the city council last night. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else we got here. We'll still hear from uh, CWLP on a, uh, a special meeting for that insurance deal. Uh, but first, let's get some good news. The tourism director. We had good news. All right. Uh, Scott Dahl. He talks about traveling Abe. Abe Lincoln got on an airplane. Oh. See, they did have airplanes back in that day. Yeah, they did. You know, with Trump saying that there were airfields back in the Revolutionary War. I mean, that, then that means we had airplanes for Lincoln's time. That is untrue. So we're, <laughs> that, is, that is untrue. You're, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so um, Dahl talks about uh, traveling Abe Lincoln. Sure, on an idea that uh, we would put Abraham Lincoln on an airplane and see what kind of organic reaction that we could get. And it really came about from uh, an ad buy that we uh, purchased for the Wall Street Journal, 100,000 homes in the Chicago area. And as an add-on to that, um, there was some digital advertising on the GMA, Good Morning America board in Times Square. So we thought, what a perfect opportunity to put Abe on a plane and go celebrate that as those ads run this week. So they got to New York City. New York New City! York Didn't know what City. to expect. Uh, we sent out Javier Harris, one of our millennial rock stars, uh, on our Visit Springfield team, and he did an absolute fantastic job documenting it. Fritz Klein, are you kidding me? The guy is, what, 70 years old? And I think he worked 20 hours in the two days. Um, really did a fabulous job. So I think we got more than we even uh, bargained for. I know we had about uh, 50,000 reach on the post, about 8,000 engagements. Um, and that's what we know. Uh, we don't know all the shares that happened uh, in between that. So. Um, and it was live on GMA. It, and it was live on GMA, yeah. Yeah, GMA in New York City. No, he said, we'll get up early and, and put Abe in front of the outdoor. We tried to get indoor or inside early. Uh, we didn't get a response, but we didn't expect it. And so we said, we'll set up outside. And sure enough, Robin Roberts came out. I think she used it as she took a selfie uh, with Abraham Lincoln. And then they gave us a shout out, if you didn't see it or not. It's about 10 seconds right. long. Uh, shout well, out to not only Abraham Lincoln, but to Springfield. Yeah. 
So Look at that. Selfies and airplanes, all things relevant to Lincoln. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So <laughs> after that little tidbit of good stuff, let's get back to another special city council meeting that they have to secure. Uh, oh. This is going back to what started the meeting off. I don't know why they did this. They started the meeting off talking about the insurance deal for CWLP. And then, you know, 40 you know, minutes later, Saturday. yeah, and then 40 minutes later, they then decide to go ahead and talk about when they should have the special meeting. So let's hear more about that. Discuss having a special city council meeting for the CWLP insurance. I don't know what the pleasure of the council is. Um, one option would be this Thursday at five. I don't know if you want to come up, Doug, or maybe Friday tomorrow? at noon. Throw it out there if you oh boy. want to have this special. All right, so no. McMiniman. Uh, I don't think it matters when Doug wants to do it. <laughs> Should have been done six months ago. Yeah. Uh, here's McMinniman. Uh, I can be here five, Thursday at 5 o'clock or 5.30, whenever. We go around the horn? I can't. Alderwoman Simpson can. Alderwoman Turner can. And then they find out there's only six people that can be there then, so uh, Alderman McMinniman then chimes in. Uh, just no, because we don't have to take a vote on emergency determination, and I think it's a mistake for the city council to kind of ratify a, a situation that the council did not create. So that's my reason for a no vote on the emergency determination. Um, I, I realize it's necessary, but I just think this is a, a bad way to a ratify a decision that's exclusively the mayor's um, on emergency determinations. In eight years on the council, the, the city council has never voted for an emergency determination. Alderwoman DeCenso also showing some frustration. At the same time, you know, this has been a, a, an issue that's obviously been ongoing for the past four to six months from what we were, we were told earlier. And we are being asked to, you know, try to switch everything around to come here and take a vote on this and debate it. And I just think that we need to be a little better organized in the future if these are, when these huge issues arise. Got to be better organized. Well, yeah. So when's the meeting actually going to happen? They, they did determine that Motion carries. So we'll have a special city council meeting at 7 o'clock Thursday for the purpose of uh, the CWLP insurance policy. There you go. That expires Saturday. That expires Saturday. That they just found out about last yeah, night. And aldermen say they just found out about last oh, night. That's ridiculous. All right. Uh, there were a couple of people addressing the council last night, including uh, listener Tom Schaefer. He talked oh, about no. uh, the importance of residency, really putting the emphasis on getting the police to do residency. Uh, won't go into that, but I did want to make sure that we highlighted this from Alderwoman Gail Simpson, making sure to... Uh, recognize the memory of somebody who recently passed away. Alderwoman Simpson. Uh, can we have a moment of silence uh, for Archie Lawrence? Because mm -hmm. without his efforts, we wouldn't be 10 around this, uh, this horseshoe. I appreciate you bringing that up. Archie Lawrence was one of the uh, plaintiffs of the voting rights lawsuit. Um, and one of the attorneys that represented the uh, plaintiffs in that case, and none of us would be here without those efforts. So it's very appropriate to have a moment of silence uh, with this passing. Hmm. Thank you. Hmm. Thanks for bringing that up. Important era. Yeah. An important era. In Springfield history, no question about it. Um, Archie Lawrence, rest in peace. Uh, one final thing: uh, there were a couple of people who addressed the council, as I mentioned. Uh, several of them were homeless. Oh, one of them. 
Uh, my name is Michael Ayala. I'm currently actually homeless. He said he's 30 years old. Uh, he, he's homeless. Uh, he talked about how people just need to understand their positions. And yes, there's a lot of drug and alcohol abuse with the homeless, but not everybody does. Um, but one thing he did uh, highlight is I know a listener of uh, WMAY, uh, she does so much to help the homeless, and she was recognized by uh, this homeless person last night at the city council. We rely on donations from the community, and it's lucky there's a lady out there uh, through Helping Homeless in Springfield, Julie Bartley-Becker. I want to thank her. She's been an amazing help to the homeless community. I don't agree with a lot of the things that she does, but one thing I can say is that she sticks up for her work. When she says she's going to help somebody, she will go above and beyond. She doesn't care if it's 11, 12 o'clock at night. If you need a blanket, she's down there bringing you a blanket. Very cool stuff. There you go. So that's, that's Council Roundup. That's Council Roundup. Thanks for listening, everybody. The Ray Lionel Morning Show on News Talk 94.7 to 970 WMAY. Hey, check it out. Culver's Westside Wabash. They've got cheese, curds, and onion rings available now. Culver's West on Wabash. All right, your weather forecast. It's going to be sunny and hot today. 93 is your high, but a heat index of over 100 uh, degrees. Uh, that gives us a heat warning for today. We'll be back with Sports 411 in just a moment on WMAY. It's brought to you by Recon Techs at the corner of 9th and Black. No part of your car doesn't get clean. Depend on.